Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. All right. So now you're going to be able to see that we're different people. I always get, you know what? I always get people saying after a sh- one of your shows, oh, you had this great guest on. So I think we must sound exactly the same. And and we don't sound exactly the same. I think it's because we're uh, two female voices on News Talk 770 that were interchangeable. But you're right. I get the same emails. And it's like, I think that was Danielle's show. Or, you know, I'll constantly get texts. Uh, Danielle, this uh, it's actually Angela you're listening to right now. So, yes, we're on Facebook. Glad to have you along as we, uh, every now and then try to take a topic that Danielle and I may not see eye to eye on. And that every is, now and then. Every now and then. It doesn't happen all the time, although it's been happening a lot more lately. <laughs> so let's talk about the issue that was raised earlier in the week. It's sort of funny how it all came about because the Catholic superintendents have been talking about establishing a new sex ed curriculum in the Catholic schools, but they've been working on this for months and months and months. So then all of a sudden, it becomes a news story, and Rachel Notley, the premier, weighs in, giving the impression that somehow the Catholics are balking at the issue of teaching consent, among other things. And I was sort of perplexed by all of this. I think it's a pretty political statement that she's trying to make. I think the fact that it came out now and the fact that it came out on the cusp of the UCP weekend choice of their leader, I think it was designed simply to try to be provocative, to try to get the UCP leadership candidates to respond in a way that she'd be able to paint them as intolerant or sexist or backward or whatever it would happen to be, because this is the trick that the NDP and others on the progressive side of the spectrum have been doing for years. They say something provocative on a whole range of morality issues and social conservatives always rise to the bait so that's what i think was really going on here i had a chance to talk with janet french who was the reporter at the edmonton journal so i said give me a little bit of the backstory because you're right they've been having this curriculum review for um a number of months now ever since david egan said we've got to overhaul all the curriculum and out of that uh in the summertime janet was told by some group that you know what it sounds like the catholic school system wants to have a parallel sex education curriculum, if you're looking at all the different curriculums. And so it was through a freedom of information, a FOIP request, that she was able to go through a whole bunch of memos that showed, in fact, the Catholic school superintendents were asking for, I think it was $60,000 to do a review on this. And so, uh, you know, as she continued to dig, she they we don't clearly know what the curriculum would look like, but it would be, as they say, a parallel sex education curriculum that would be in line with the Catholic teachings. And and so I think they've some people have made this leap that they don't want to be talking about the issue of consent. And I think it, it is I think that that is an oversimplification of their position. If you read Rick Bell's column today, he um, framed it. He lifted the wording from the document saying that you cannot just teach in the context of consent, that there are a lot of other factors that you have to consider. And as somebody who went through both the public and the Catholic school, I think it is impossible for you to expect that Catholics are going to teach things that are against the the, 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 the tenets of their faith. I just am mystified about how it is all of a sudden that it's become controversial or subversive to tell kids you should wait to have sex before marriage, you should find your one and only, when you marry them, have as many kids as you possibly can, don't commit adultery, and don't get divorced. I did not think that that was a hostile or subversive message. In fact, I think that's the kind of the ideal. I think that's what every parent wants for their child. And it is the ideal 
it's not necessarily the reality. And I also grew up in a Catholic system until I reached high school, and then I was in the public system. So I, although I grew up many years before you, and here I think is the big problem, is because we've got to look at how the Catholic school system is funded. And for many years, we know it's ingrained in the Constitution that both the public and the Catholic system are where your tax dollars are going to go. And and I think that's the concern that whether it be Rachel Notley or the new UCP leader, whoever is the premier of our province, they have to grapple with, if we're giving you similar funds, then you've got to have a public curriculum that lines up with both. And that means all inclusive. I don't know how we got to a point where how you teach your kids about sex became the number one determinant of how we judge an education system. This week, I've also talked to parents who are frustrated that their kids are getting pushed through with social promotion from one grade to the next, not learning how to read, not learning how to write, not learning how to do basic math, not getting dyslexia diagnosed, not getting into an education program that will allow that to be addressed. Those are the the nuts and bolts of what an education system should be dealing with. And I think that these issues that keep on coming up are meant entirely for political purposes. Mm. I would really like to know how many Catholic schools have kids come forward and say, I want to start a GSA. Because that's when you have to deal with it, is when it actually comes forward. How many how many Catholic kids are coming forward saying, uh, I want to be taught about contraception. I want it to be taught about consent. I think that there's a different, I think we have to understand what the school system is for. And I don't think that we should be making determinations of defunding particular types of schools on something so narrow as a particular view of morality. When people send their kids to Catholic school, they know exactly what they're getting. They can use that as a jumping off point to then be able to have the conversation at home, to get additional books, maybe have a, a trusted adult talk to them. It shouldn't be the be-all and end-all of the education system. And, and back to our upbringing, and you know, when I listen to your stories of growing up, it sounds very similar to mine. I came from a loving, trusting family where I felt I probably could raise a lot of issues with my parents. I think a lot of kids don't come from those families. Not a lot, but a lot of there are kids that don't feel they can go to their parents and share these things. I think a lot of kids in the Catholic school system, they don't feel like they can go to their teachers to say, I want to talk about contraception. I want to talk about GSAs because you only have to spend five years in the a Catholic family and you know pretty clear what the, the teachings are. And so, and even going back to consent, whatever this is going to look like and if it comes to the point where the, the Catholic school system says we don't want to teach consent because according to Catholics when you marry and that's going to be the first time you have sex when you marry that sign that marriage sacrament is your consent so it's not as if I have to ask my partner whether or not he or she wants to have sex that's not the way it is and we know in this world if we're talking about the Harvey Weinstein somewhere along the way we have missed this conversation with children about consent and what? whether or not so i think i think it is a big part of the school system to be able to talk about this you're going to get into a loving relationship hopefully but at some point when you want to have sex you've got to make sure that person 
also wants to have sex. So I think it is a big part of the conversation. I guess the issue would be is whether or not you think that there are Catholic men going around raping their wives. Do you do you think that when a Catholic woman says, honey, I have a headache tonight, or I'm just not in the mood, or it's not that time of month, or it is that time of month, if, if you think that there's this rampant abuse of Catholic men saying, I'm sorry, it says in Ezekiel, we have to have sex three times a week and it's your wifely duty. And I just don't believe that's how human relations... Does it have to be rampant? I don't think Unfortunately, I grew up in a Catholic church where we later found out that a father had been raping his children and three of his daughters had kids this was a catholic church and i'm not to say it's just the catholics there's you know there's secrets everywhere no matter what your faith is no matter what your background is so i don't know if we have to prove that there's rampant rape within catholic marriages i just think we have to have that conversation that uh, I don't want to have sex. We we know sexual abuse occurs in marriages, right? And so that's that would be well, and, and we're in agreement. But I guess this is just the question: is whether or not we have Rachel Notley spinning a section of what they're proposing out of proportion? Because I don't, they don't deny that consent is important. They just say that consent isn't the be all and end yeah. all of what we want to teach. And I think that that's where you end up with some with some challenges and some trouble. And uh, I, here's I the other thing agree. I'd say, you know what, if you as a, as a woman, or maybe as a man, but I think it would go the other way, if you as a woman feel like having sex with your husband is rape, then you probably have, a, your, your relationship is probably broken down. Because rape is, is not about love, it's not about sex, it's about, about power. power. Mm-hmm. And so to me, if your relationship is deteriorated to that point, that woman is probably the victim of domestic abuse and needs an intervention at that level. Needs and an maybe, intervention, And yeah. maybe that's, maybe that's the other part that needs to be talked about yeah. is what happens in an abusive situation. Maybe that needs to be part of a calm curriculum is giving uh, people, whether it's young women or even young men, how the strategies for how to deal with an abusive relationship. I just don't know that upending the Catholic teaching on sexuality and saying, sorry, that's not good enough. You have to teach it our way or we're going to defund you. I don't know that that's the answer. Yeah. And even when you get into that conversation about if you're in a relationship that uh, there's bigger problems there, uh, Catholicism doesn't shine favorably on divorce. And so then there's that whole other discussion. You're supposed to be married to that person till death do us part. So, And even touching on Rachel Notley politicizing this, I completely agree. And we know what we're going to be seeing over the next two years. And even though we weren't supposed to be talking about the UCP leadership, we know that's going to be another important part here. Whoever leads that party for the next two years, get ready. If there is a sniff of any SOCON policy, social conservative, whoa, they're going to be going after you. So I think she knows what she's doing, but I, I still... I would still argue that I think no matter what your sex education curriculum is, you have to be able to be inclusive and to teach consent. And yet, we also know that we have other Christian schools under the umbrella of the public Mm -hmm. system. We've got Jewish schools under the umbrella of the public system. We've got Islamic schools Mm -hmm. under the umbrella of the public system. Does anybody honestly believe that an imam or somebody who is devoutly um, uh, Muslim is going to be teaching anything different than what the Catholics are are teaching. This is the other part. I think a lot of Christians feel like they're being singled out and that they're doing it entirely for political reasons. Here's what I would say. I think that if you're gay as a student, 
you should know that you can't be Catholic. You should know that you're never going to be able to marry someone of the same gender mm-hmm. because they don't allow that in the Catholic Church. And you make a choice to leave the religion. If you uh, want to have a student we're talking yes, about, right? That's right. Because ultimately... A student you, with parents who are so thrilled that their child is going to this Catholic school. But ultimately, that is what it comes down to. Yeah. If you want to be a practicing Catholic as a gay person, you have to be celibate. That's the only avenue. And if you don't want to be celibate, then you don't involve yourself in that religion anymore. I don't think we can sugarcoat that because if anybody actually thinks that the Pope is going to change the edicts on this after 2,000 years of history, it's not going to happen. And so trying to get a Catholic teacher to try to teach something other than what is in the the tenets of the faith, if you're not going to ask the the Jews to do that, you're not going to ask the Muslims to do that, you're not going to ask um, anyone who is devoutly religious of another persuasion to do it, it's unrealistic to ask that of the Catholics. You know, every time we meet, we're not always going to agree, but we always respect each other's opinions. So um, thanks for hanging out with us and thanks for this.